Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When you need milk for Zoe and a cold brew for yourself, Kroger Delivery will get you just what you need in as little as 30 minutes. Open the Kroger app and start your cart. Whatever the cart. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Delivery time's not guaranteed. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. When you're a Boost member, you get free delivery, double fuel points, and lots more. Sign up at Kroger.com slash boost. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lace. Today we're diving into the latest episode of What If? And continuing our series, Return to Greendale, a review of community. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. Pondex are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, let the content roll. Get yours today at pondex.com. Use the code Larry21 for 10% off your order. It's L-A-R-R-Y-2-1 for 10% off your first purchase. First topic, Marvel's What If. So let's dive in. Warning, this Marvel's What If review contains spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's definitely worth the time. Then come back and watch the rest of our show. What If. Episode 4 is here. Well, many fans were likely expecting to see Captain Carter show up as soon as they realized it was a Doctor Strange story. That is not the case. Instead, we get a romantic tragedy which pits two versions of Steven against each other in order to save the woman that they love. It's a cosmic ride through Strange's own arrogance that has absolutely world-ending consequences. It's also, interestingly, the second episode where we see a hero turn to the dark side. Might not mean anything, but we definitely think it's worth noting. If you've been watching the show and listening on our podcast, you'll know we have a new format for our what-if coverage, which we hope will work as both an in-depth breakdown and easy way for readers or listeners who aren't as familiar with the Marvel Universe to keep up 
With that in mind, let's dig into what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands. Required viewing? Really only need to see Doctor Strange. Just like the previous episodes, this one basically reimagines the origins of our hero in his first movie. So if you want to know how things have changed, the MCU movie is a must watch. Well, of course, when it comes to the voice cast, we have Jeffrey Wright returning as the Mighty Watcher, as well as Benedict Cumberbatch as Stephen Strange, Rachel McAdams as Christine Palmer, Benedict Wong as Wong, Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One, Leslie Big as Christine Everhart. And now you may ask, what's different? Well, let's dive right into that. If you ever wished the first Doctor Strange movie was just Christine Palmer getting constantly fridged, then you're in luck. As the title hints, the big change here is that rather than damaging hands in the car crash, we see him lose Christine during it. In a spin on the H.G. Wells classic The Time Machine, Strange keeps going back through time in order to try and save Christine. But no matter what he does or how he changes his actions, she always dies. After many failed attempts to save her using the Eye of Agamotto, we learn that Christine dying is what the Ancient One calls an absolute point. It's a moment in time that cannot be changed or stopped without destroying the timeline. But Strange won't be stopped and so begins to look for the mysterious library of Cagliostro. After battling with the Ancient One, Strange, Strange ends up finding Obin, who comic readers will recognize as a vital Marvel major character who takes him to the library. There we see multiple magical books as well as a summoning of Shuma Gorath, the same tentacle seen in What If Episode 1. Strange claims that he wants to harness the evil creature's powers in order to back, bring back Christine. The first attempt goes poorly, but Strange is then sucked into the dark magical abilities of creature after creature before returning to his first tentacle capture. But as you can imagine, that doesn't go so well for him. Strange is quickly possessed by the beast before we see Obeng dying and revealing that there are actually two Stranges in this universe. How did that happen? Well, we're going to get to that. The Ancient One splits the timelines, creating two Doctor Stranges, one who went to pursue the occult in order to save Christine, and the other who was more sensible and just chilled with Wong in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Of course, this is a world-ending decision, which puts the Chill Strange on a collision course with the evil Shuma Strange. Or as the subtitles call him, Strange Supreme. Doctor Strange and Strange Supreme have an epic showdown as the latter tries to convince the former to work with him in order to bring back Christine. Doctor Strange is having none of it, but ultimately Strange Supreme overpowers his counterpart, sucking the benevolent half into him and using their powers to bring Christine back to life. And how does it work out? Not so well. Surprising no one who understands how these things go, Strange Supreme's plan ends up destroying their reality. He pleads with the Watcher to help save his universe admitting his culpability and begging Yuatu to change the course of history. But as the Watcher reminds us, that's not his place, and although he'd love to punish Strange and save Christine, he cannot interfere. Thus, this universe ends, leaving nothing behind. And now let's go into the standout moments, shall we? There's a ton of cosmic fun to be had here, if you can get past the multiple murders of Christine. Once Strange heads into the magical realm, we get to see him imbibe the powers of many mythical creatures, which is incredibly fun, but the best moment has to be the awesome cloak-off. 
Strange's cloak has long been one of the coolest things about the character. With two Strange's present, we get two cloaks. Supreme Strange's cloak that he took from an evil giant bug has a much spikier and sinister color. Doctor Strange kept his classic look and has the two face down their cloaks do too. It's a super cool sequence that shows the power of the cloaks of levitation and the awesome animation talents that bring What If to life. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. And now we're going to dive into the return to Greendale, our review of season six, the final season of Community. Warning, spoiler alert for Community season six. Six seasons, 110 episodes. No matter what the future holds for Community, the entirety of this series has to be looked at as a big success for the show itself, the fans, the cast, crew, and of course, creator Dan Harmon even if he wasn't involved in 13 of those episodes. Most TV shows fail, and in the grand scheme of things, a relatively small amount make it to and beyond 100 episodes. So for this ever-endangered series filled with a surprising amount of backstage drama to make it this far is a win, plain and simple. And if this was truly the end, Community went out with its head held high. Yes, Season 6 was different, which is saying something, given Season 4 and 5 were also different, reflecting changes in front, of and behind the camera, including class, uh, cast departures and additions, Dan Harmon's firing and rehiring. But season 6 not only saw more cast upheaval, it saw the show rise from the ashes of cancellation by NBC into a new realm on Yahoo, in Yahoo, which suddenly took many restrictions away, including those involving content and running time. Harmon, Chris McKenna, and the writers used this new platform very well. As promising as it can be, there is also an inherent danger in taking a network sitcom and removing any restriction on its running time and form, as we found out with Arrested Development Season 4, where many episodes felt meandering and overlong. But by and large, Harmon used his ability to let episodes run longer in smart ways. There were bits that were allowed to be more subtle and play out longer that often led to some wonderfully inspired tangents, without the whole episode feeling like it was going on too long. Yes, there was also a couple of episodes where the pacing felt off, but for the most part, Community used it, used its expanded running time in just the right way. The beloved Community end tags particularly benefited from the expanded running time. Without concern, they wrap up quickly. They morphed into something different this year. Oddball little short movies of sort, often taking a peripheral character from the episodes and turning it into its own story almost suggesting 13 different offbeat ideas for spin-offs we'll never see. <clears throat> As for the cast changes, this was handled very well. Fortunately, we didn't get to see an on-screen exit for Shirley, especially given you met Nicole Brown made two cameos this season, but with Shirley joining Pierce and Troy as former members of the study group, and even Hickey and Duncan suddenly gone, Keith David and Padgett Brewster were brought in as Elroy and Frankie, and both fit in great. 
Brewster was incredibly game and easily able to deliver when Frankie was given funny material, like her attempts to console the Dean continually turning into insults over his intelligence, though the character was, by her design, a more stern, less overtly comedic one. David, in the meantime, was given something special with the Behind the Times, Elroy, and wow, did he nail it. One of the MVPs of the season, he was continually hysterical from bonding with Britta over that love of season six running joke. Natalie is freezing to his amazing delivery of paintball. To his moments of outrage at the others, Elroy quickly became a go-to source of hilarity on the show. David was a joy to watch. Amongst the returning characters, this was Ken Jeong's year to shine. Chang had always been a tricky inclusion on the show. Often his shtick was that he didn't really fit in, and the writers ran with that and purposely reinvented him year after year. While he already had begun to be more firmly integrated into the group, it was season six that gave him his best material. From giving a PowerPoint presentation way out of his skill set to laughing hysterically at obvious racist jokes from a shock comedian, to starring in a stage production of The Karate Kid, he was funnier than ever, and he really got to show off his abilities throughout the season. The whole cast continued to deliver, and even six years in, I never felt anyone was phoning it in. We saw the original characters in new situations and dealing with new additions to the group. The show took the risk of pseudo-sequel episodes a few times, mostly pulling it off. The exception was advanced safety features, which once more tried to pull off a winking or in on the joke mega product placement episode but didn't do it quite as deftly as before. However, episodes once again use, utilizing Abed, making a documentary in the beloved paintball scenario were terrific, particularly the latter, Modern Espionage, which was one of Community's best episodes ever. There were some other misses through the season. Episodes focused on a class on grifting, Annie's anger over finding out a dog may have graduated from Greendale, and the group's trip in an RV were below the show's strong standards, never quite finding that perfect community vibe. But it rarely felt like Harmon, McKenna, and the writers were playing it safe or on autopilot. They were always working hard and coming up with strange new scenarios as the community delved into weirder and sometimes more dramatic places than before. It all wrapped up with a terrific season or series, finale, and emotional consequences of broadcast television. I rated the episode a 9, and thinking more highly of it after the fact, with a feeling like this really could be the end. Harmon and McKenna offered a reflective and appropriately meta look back and forward, also giving some nice closure to a growing subplot this season. Jeff's sadness and hurt feelings over the group leaving one by one while he remained at Greendale. Seeing Jeff come to terms with this and wrapping up on a poignant yet uplifting note was a perfect way to end community. Should this be the end, even as we actually close out the show with a wonderfully inspired Dan Harmon narrated fake commercial for a community board game that was just perfectly community. The awesome thing about season six is to wrap things up in a way that makes it feel good. This is truly the end. Harmon took what he had, including the show's new home and revamped cast, and once again proved community was an incredibly durable Smart and funny show. If there's no more stories told about Greendale, it's hard to complain about what we got, because it's a damn great run. Let us know what you thought about Community as a whole and this season in the comment section below. 
Did you like the show? Were you a fan of it? Do you think we'll ever get a movie? Let us know. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. You can find us on Instagram as well at The Cinema Gold Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.